Super Bowl picks, the final show before Super Bowl 56, a preview of when the Rams have the ball versus the Bengals defense, when the Bengals and Joe Burrow have the ball versus the Rams defense. Our official picks for Super Bowl 56, some of our favorite prop bets in this game, and some sleeper MVP choices coming up right now. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Super Bowl 56 is here. We are going to preview, make picks, and look at some of our favorite props for Rams, Bengals, and Super Bowl 56. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson with you here at PD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Get your questions in for next week as we go full speed into the 2022 offseason and break down everything we saw from Super Bowl Sunday. This episode brought to you by GetUpside. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. All right, Matt, before we get to props, and uh, I love the Super Bowl props because there's always some fun ones, but let's get serious about this football game, Rams and Bengals. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start Rams offense against Bengals defense or vice versa? Because uh, I think think the thing that, that I think I know how Bengals offense against Rams defense I think that picture is a little bit clear. My question is, mm-hmm. Rams offense against Bengals defense, I think that's the difference maker in this game. That's the way I see it anyway. I think it's it's less clear, that picture, to me. Okay, so Rams have the ball then, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, a lot to unpeel here, but both quarterbacks really tear up the blitz. And uh, I would imagine... Cincinnati will not blitz Stafford much at all. I, I think they will count on Hubbard, Reeder, Hendrickson, Hill, those guys to get pressure against an, a, a decent line, not a great one. And I think they'll have some success there. And um, a big key to me is not only will they, is the blitz percentage, which I think will be very, very low, but it, much has been said in the last two weeks about how the Bengals dropped eight, a high percentage against the Chiefs and kind of messed with them. And a lot of that was Mahomes just kind of screwing things up. Um, I don't think by any stretch they will do it, you know, 40, 50% of the time. But I think you'll see plenty of that. Um, I think they'll play a lot of zones. I think they'll be very worried about the big plays. You know, Odell to me is very scary if I'm the Bengals. Cup's almost just a foregone conclusion that he's going to catch eight to 10 passes for over a hundred yards. And no matter what we do, that's going to be the case. Although I think Hilton's a good slot corner against cup who lines up all over, but is mostly a slot, but cups a lot bigger and a lot more physical than Hilton. Um, so I'm interested in two things, especially from a Rams perspective, when they have the ball, how dedicated will they be to the run? Because for much of the year, the Bengals' run defense really hasn't been that great. And I thought Kansas City was running all over them and was one of the many mistakes Andy Reid and Mahomes made was getting away from the run. Uh, Henderson could be back in this game. And the other key, and this is key for both quarterbacks, of course, is no bonehead plays by Stafford, no hero balls. I don't think you need to get in that mode if you're Stafford. 
Yeah, what's the game plan on defense for the Bengals here? Are they are you are they going to be doing things like dropping eight like they did against I think, the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs and 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 daring them to run on you and trying to take away that pass and just put everybody uh, in zones? Um, I I like the Bengals front. I like the Hubbard Reader. Hendrickson mm-hmm. front, whether they put Shelvin in there and get a little bit more beef on early downs is is a big question here, or do they go more B.J. Hill there? Um, do they go with the three-man front and drop everybody? But the, the key to me is the secondary, because I think they're going to... The Rams are in this zone where they... In this mode where... Even if they can run the ball, they don't really want to. They're, they're going to throw it. They're going to throw it a bunch. Mm-hmm. And I think the the... The Bengals are okay with that, and I think they'll do enough to slow the Rams on early downs enough running the ball that we're going to see them chucking it a whole bunch. So that means to me, can you cover? Can you cover Cooper Cup? Can you cover Odell Beckham? Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I love the matchup for Jadobia Woozy and Eli Apple, you know, one-on-ones in those situations. That's why, to me, the key to this game really comes down to Jesse Bates. Like, if you told me in advance, what's the like? How does he does he intercept a ball? Does he intercept two balls? Right? Um, and, and can they can they limit the big plays over the top and less so try to stop Odell and Cooper Cup? Because I you remember a couple of weeks ago we we were asked the question in a mailbag, Matt, about Cooper Cup and about how good his season was this year, mm-hmm. and, and we we're like, yeah, well, you know, it was a really awesome season, and numbers wise, it was right up there amongst some of the best seasons of all time. But you know, Cooper Cup doesn't really scare you like Calvin Johnson, doesn't scare you like Julio Jones or Jerry Rice, right? And 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 some of the players that had some of the biggest seasons of all time. But man, ever since then, every time I watch Cooper Cup, I think about that episode. And you cannot cover it's the guy. Scary. It's like, man, you cannot <laughs> yeah. cover this guy. And one thing that the Rams did to beat the 49ers in the championship game is it wasn't just Cooper Cup catching the short and intermediate stuff. He made big plays down the field, over the top. And that's something that the the Bengals have to limit from both Cup and Odell Beckham. Can you keep things in front of you? Can you go tackle them? And when they try to go deep, can you make them pay for it? Can you can you catch the ball unlike Jaquaski Tart did last week? Or maybe the Niners are in yeah, this game. Right, right. Can Jesse Bates catch the ball? And he's one of the best in the league at doing that. So that's the fascinating matchup to me is how do you play um, and how good are they at limiting the big plays over the top? Because Cooper Cup Cooper Cup is inevitable, and he will get his. And the more I watch Cooper Cup, the more uh, I'm blown away by him. And and Sean McVay does a phenomenal job of you know putting um, uh, putting him off, moving him around, and, and keeping him off the ball, and and having bunches. So where it's so hard to get your hands on the guy, he gets free releases all the time, and he is just flat out always open. And so he's going to catch his. Can you limit the big plays over the top? And so that's on Awuzi. That's on um, Eli Apple on the outside. And a lot of that is Odell Beckham as well. And Jesse Bates in the middle of the field. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that. And I, I might put a bet down on Odell to be the MVP. Because he. It, there's a chance he gets free on these deep digs, deep crossers, you know, late in the down and ends up taking this game over and being the X factor. Right. right? I maybe, think there's a chance of that. Maybe a double move. Like Eli Apple yeah, will. Oh yeah. Eli yeah. Apple will gamble. Right. Those types of things. Rush, you mm-hmm. know. Um. Couple things. I think the Rams will run the ball more than you implied there, just because I think the Bengals are susceptible. But I don't think it's going to be a run centric offensive game plan. I, I think the key to the run game for LA is. Let's not put Stafford in third and seven. You know, let's just kind of stay ahead mm-hmm. of the chains. 
when you see a lighter box, Michelle, Akers, even Henderson, uh, let's get them the football in safe situations. Um, neither one of these teams plays super fast or runs a ton of plays in general. So they, they're not going to be, you know, ripping off play after play after play. And therefore, I think Stafford has a less chance to force one, you know, to Bates or whatever. You know, if you can run the ball as somewhat of a foundation or something you can count on, which I think they can. Oh, there's one note here I wanted to mention before we even preface these two. How about this? This is these teams, not preseason included. This is their 21st game of the year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a lot of football. That's a ton of football. That's a ton right. of football to play. I mean, 16 games of a regular season mm-hmm. is enough, and you're talking about five more games on top of that, and both these teams, neither one of these teams had buys in the playoffs. Uh, 21 games. That is insane. It's their 21st game, right. And some of those young guys played a lot in the preseason, and, you know, holy cow. Right, and coming off a of college season, if you're a young player, <laughs> right. you're not used to the grind of an NFL season to begin with. So this is this is year two for you if you're a rookie. Practice. Right. I mean, you've played a lot of snaps. I mean, so this is the 21st game of the year for these guys. Craziness. That's amazing. Um, in a lot of ways, this so this is where Bill Belichick in Super Bowls was so good because you have two weeks to prepare. Right. And these offensive schemes the are so similar. Right. That was my question. This has to favor the Rams in that regard, right? Because not only Sean McVay, Kevin O'Connell's about to be a head coach. Raheem Morris should be getting interviews for be, being a head coach. I was really impressed with some of the, the defensive schemes that Raheem Morris put out there sure. this, uh, this postseason, too. And I think the, the, the Bengals have been really well coached, too. But, man, that extra week... That makes me really feel like this thing could maybe skew toward the Rams and all those playmakers that they have. So I didn't plan on doing this because, boy, this show's going to get by, get past us before you know it. But I give the edge in coaching to the Rams. I know this is going to ruffle feathers, but I give a slight edge of quarterback to the Rams. I mean, mm. Burrow's played like 20 games in his career. I, I, and we'll get to Burrow here in a minute when they have the ball. I give the offensive line edge to the Rams weapons i think favors the rams but it's awfully close i mean cups number one defensive line favors the rams linebackers are probably cincy secondary is probably a tie special teams favors the bengals like when you kind of do a tail of the tape i'm not sure the bengals are better in many spots no not at all. Uh, do they have a little magic uh, there? Mm-hmm. And and let's let's actually let's flip that page. Let's talk about when the when here's the, where the magic comes in. Yeah. How what, much do you value magic? <laughs> do you believe in magic? The Cincinnati right. Bengals offense against the Rams defense next. How would you like to make cash back just for doing something you were already going to do? Likely listening to this podcast in your car, maybe to or from work. You're gonna get gas anyway, right? How about cash back every single gallon every single time? You fill up for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back. Download the Get Upside app and use promo code touchdown. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside just by downloading the app for free. Then use promo code touchdown for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two or three hundred dollars a year in cash back and there's no catch. 
the cash. It just gets added right back into your account. You can cash out any time to your bank account from GetUpside to PayPal to an e-gift card if you want, Amazon, and tons of other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 per gallon or more cash back on your very first tank. Everybody who gets gas needs to know about free cash back with the GetUpside app and a promo code TOUCHDOWN. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march toward the big game. Stay tuned for those props later on in this podcast from BetOnline.net. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, news, not only football either. It's not always about, I know for a lot of our listeners, it's about football all the time. But BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, Live real-time updates of current games as well, and casino games. You, you want to play a little poker and blackjack while you're waiting to find out if you made some cash on one of the games going on? Well, you can do all of that at Bet Online. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new and amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet Online, where the game starts. Something you just said there, Matt. Did, are, are we crowning Joe Burrow too early, too soon? See, that's yeah, he's is he, he, he's he, there's a specialness, right? Right. And, and do you believe? Do you believe in the special? Do you believe in the magic? Because there's something there. There's something to Joe Burrow. He, he's just he no just doubt. wins and he's really good. And that's no clear. doubt. Is he better than the guy on the other side, Matthew Stafford, who's not won a lot in his career? Until now. And that even isn't even the debate to me. I mean, the debate to me is, I you know, we had locked on Bengals on two days ago and flat out have said many times, including on that podcast, I think Burrow is special. He is special. I mean, if I'm building a team, he's my second or third pick overall, certainly in the top five. I mean, I think he's going to go to multiple Super Bowls and win multiple MVPs. That, that sounds like, Oh, that's not that big a deal. It's a big deal. Dan Marino with the one, you know I mean? Um, but is he magic? <laughs> I mean, I feel like Burrow has to have <laughs> Brady magic for this to be a conversation because like, can he overcome things? And he has like not being able to block for him. I think blocking is important for quarterback play. <laughs> he got sacked nine times in advance <laughs> right. in a playoff game. There's there's something wizard like about that, and yeah, and that's why the the Joe Montana comparisons are there. It was there was uh-huh. something about Montana. There was something about Brady. Is, is Bro that next guy? He's on the Maybe. he's on, like, he's on he the path. Somebody that betting against him is losing money every time. I'm open to that, and to me, that's the biggest praise I can give him. But he has to prove it, and this is this is where you prove that. So I guess we'll this find out the answer it. on Sunday, right? Getting this far to me is bonkers. I mean, beating the Chiefs is bonkers. And I, by no means am I taking away from what the Bengals did to even get here. But I think the Chiefs lost that game in the second half. I mean, not that the Bengals just took it away. Beating the Raiders and a okay Titans team is great. I mean, winning three playoff games is amazing. But it wasn't a murderer's row. I mean, they didn't beat the Rams, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Packers. You know, I mean, I think the magic runs out. And that's just logic talking. But I'm very open to the fact that Burrow might be magic and not special. You know, that he may be transcendent and can handle things like his team not being able to block people. 
There's, I think blocking is important. <laughs> blocking is definitely. I important. keep coming back to that, and yeah. so th- that's where it comes. You kind of you kind of talked about it in a similar way with the Rams' offense, and I think the 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 Bengals are absolutely going to come out and try to run the ball and try to show some outside zone and try to mm-hmm. get the the defensive line of the Rams, who has a clear advantage over the Bengals' offensive line, try to get them running in the wrong direction, try to get them, you know, early down play action stuff, try to get them moving, try to get them tired. So they're not sacking Joe Burrow nine times, and they're not sacking Joe Burrow on third downs in in the second half of the game, and they're maybe a little bit tired at that point, and that Joe Burrow doesn't have to drop back and have third and longs, and he's got third and shorts to try to convert early in the game. So I think that's a huge key to this game. Can they get the ground game going? Can they get Joe Mixon going early in the game, and can they start to nullify a little bit of that advantage that the Rams have up front? And I think that will be the approach. If you remember, the first question I asked on Wednesday was, is this going to be a burrow centric game plan or is it going to be a running game plan? And that's what, you know, I was still thinking about this game two days ago, but that's why I wanted to ask the Bengals folks, you know, like do you dance with who brung you and just let burrow sling it all over the field? Or do you try to wear down a defense that likes to play lighter boxes and shorten the game? And folks, they realize their line stinks, you know, like this is a team (laughs) Taylor wants to live in 11 personnel. I mean, since he's been with the Bengals, the Rams and Bengals are the two teams that are the heaviest in 11 personnel with three receivers on the field in the whole league. Azoma gets hurt last week and they still play a ton of double tights. It's not because these tight ends, you know, that sample was such an amazing player he has to get on the field. It's because they know their O-line is horrendous, like worst in the league horrendous. So I think they're going to try to shorten the game but then it kind of takes away what you do best with the, the deep shots and Higgins and Chase. And which brings me to what do you do with Ramsey? You know, like as a rule, he usually doesn't shadow, but he has. And there are situations they play a ton of zone. So it's not like Revis or Dion where you're on the island, but he'll probably line up over Chase a high percentage of the time. Um, I don't know how much time we'll have to get to the the props and whatnot, but I think the you know, the the guinea pig here is, is the other corner, um, Williams. He's really been bad for the yes. Rams, and and so, so that's that's where I'm yes. torn on the on the idea of Jalen Ramsey. So and yeah. in theory, I, and first of all, just from a fan's perspective, I kind of want that. I kind of want just one on one all game long, right? Ramsey awesome. and Chase, yeah. that'd be a lot of fun. But to nullify that, I do think, and it goes along with the the trying to nullify nullify both Ramsey and nullify the defensive line, think maybe a screen-heavy game plan to start the game, both running back screens, wide receiver screens, try to find ways mm-hmm. to get the ball to Jamar Chase and get the ball to your playmakers without putting yep. Joe uh, Joe Burrow in harm's way. I think you take your deep shots on you know play action first down just to, just to slow that defensive line down by one step, but you can still let Burrow be Burrow and, and try to make some big plays. So those types of things to try to get around that scheme-wise is what I'm envisioning on offense for the Bengals, but let's say they do that and Ramsey's on chase. Well, do you want 5'10", 180 pound Darius Williams one-on-one on the other side with T Higgins? Cause that's a mismatch for the Bengals still. So maybe you don't want to yep. do that. Yeah. I think Higgins and Beckham are critical in this game. Sneaky, and, sneaky, sneaky, big time players. And, and we'll look at those props later. Those might be the yeah. sneaky bets in this Super Bowl. A hundred percent. And maybe they take the approach of, Hey Ramsey, you're on Higgins the whole time. And maybe he doesn't catch a ball. 
but I don't want Chase on Williams and Weddle, who has played two games in two years or whatever either. So, but it, it keeps coming down to the same thing for me. I think the protection problems are massive. I think being able to beat the Titans under that much pressure is a fluke. Uh, and it, 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 if it was Montana or Brady or Burrow or whoever, isn't going to win a game in those circumstances a high percentage of the time. Um, we talked about props and things. The second the lines were set, I put money on Aaron Donald for the MVP of this game. Like, I don't know what you do with him. <laughs> you avoid him. You try to avoid That's him. You, right. you throw screens sure. and you you run away from him, and then you chip Von Miller. Like I, yeah, I, I because you, you don't block him, and he gets double teamed and beats those anyway. So I'm sure he'll he'll he see every game. Yeah, right? he'll see a ton of double teams, and, and maybe that'll be sort of the game plan for the um the Bengals here on offense is to go with the two tight end sets and just try to sure. lean on them and try to make sure that they're doubling. But as then many you're putting lesser football players on the field, right? And your worst players on the sideline. You know, CJ Ozoma is saying he's going to play, but I think the doctors put it at you know fifty percent chance that he would be able to play, maybe seventy sure. percent at best, and he won't be a hundred percent even if he's on the field. Um, no, with all it, respect to him, he's not Gronk or Kittle, he's, right? And and, and you're going with tight end two and tight end three. That's who you want on the field <laughs> right, to right. win a Super Bowl for you is your third string tight end. So yeah, um, on paper, it, it's the more we talk about it, the more it seems like it favors the Rams. And even if you have Burrow over. Stafford or Stafford over Burrow, sure, or maybe they're just tied there. and you take them out of it. I mean, the, the Rams have a clear advantage, I think, especially when it comes to that defensive line against the, the Bengals offensive line. And that's why it's really hard for me to pick the Bengals straight up in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's a real betting opportunity here because I think people are overreacting to the magic and the story and McPherson and Burrow and like our team building segment yesterday, all those things are unbelievably promising, but there's no experience. There's massive disadvantages in key spots for the Bengals. And I kind of feel like they're a little ahead of their skis. You know, the Rams were here just a year or two ago. You know, your point about giving McVay two weeks versus Taylor. I mean, I think there's a chance there's a blowout. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. I'm picking the Rams and I'm laying the points. Yeah, I okay. don't know that there'll be a ton of points scored in this game, though. That's the, one of my concerns. If it's a blowout, definitely favors the Rams. The The Bengals have to make sure that they keep this game close to where it's not pin your ears back and you're going at third and longs at Joe Burrow all day, right? Like Because it's not hard to envision that. Yes. I mean, if the Rams get up 14 nothing, Donald's going to have five sacks. But... Burroughs won games that way too. So that doesn't might be magic. It doesn't mean necessarily that they're out and they can make <laughs> big plays and score very quickly on that offense. Okay. Let, let, let's talk a little bit about prop bets. Matt, you've already okay. said what your bet is here on the game. I'll get to my pick next. Do you want 15% off your next box of Built Bars? Well, I'm going to let you know in a second how to do that. Built Bars are the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 100% real chocolate, 100% delicious, and some very new flavors at Built.com as well right now. How about churro puffs are back? Only 140 calories in the churro puff. Peanut butter, my favorite. Raspberry, mint brownie, cookies, and cream. Flavors for everyone at built.com if you're not sure what flavor to get you can get an 18 bar mix box or build your own box and choose the flavors you want in your box of built bars oh yeah and you can get 15 percent off of the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar low in sugar 
low in net carbs yet high in protein. It is good for you. You can feel good about eating Built Bars. Replace all of your snacks and all your secret snack hiding places with Built Bars and get 15% off at Built.com with promo code LOCKED15. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So Matt Williamson is is laying the points all in on the Los Angeles Rams in Super Bowl 56. Yep. This one's hard for me, and and the line has has moved a little bit. When I saw the line come out, I, I was a big believer, and the my, the you know one side of my brain is taking over the other side of my brain as the as the two weeks have passed because I was like, oh, four points, give me the Bengals all day against the Rams because the Rams, right. as good as they have been, um, haven't been a juggernaut really this year, and and they've been so close, and you know seeing. Uh, Seeing the four, by the way, the 49ers in the regular season were three and zero against these two teams, which which has to hurt them a little bit more to watch this Super Bowl now that they're not in it. Um, and so both of these teams are beatable, but both of these teams have shown ways that they can win. But that that tells me it's going to be somewhat close. And the line, if it's four, I'm seeing three and a half right now. I think it's Rams by three. So I know it's sitting on the fence a little bit, but I still would put my money straight up with the Rams, but. Against the spread, Rams by three is my official pick, which means three and a half. I still got to put my money on the Bengals uh, getting three and a half or four points, depending on what you get. Okay. Um, I I hear you. I mean, I understand the Bengals' love and excitement, and they have the the great underdog Rocky-verse, you know, Apollo-type feel here. But remember last year's Super Bowl, the way Mahomes was treated by the, the Tampa front? I think that's what this is going to look like. And I hope it isn't because that wasn't much fun to watch. But I think Burrow is going to get hit 20 times. Over, under. I feel better about this. I like. I feel like it's overs all over the place. Am I wrong? 48 and a half? I, I, and sometimes Super Bowls start out a little bit slow, which which might yeah, favor the Bengals a little bit. Yeah, that's my problem too. But, man, 40, I mean, there's... There's going to be points put up here. I, I like a lot of the overs on most of these props. And I, I like the over on the 48 and a half over and under. See, I was leaning towards the under just because I think butterflies first quarters and first halves of Super Bowls are notoriously low scoring. And, you know, you miss an open receiver because you're a little jittery or, you know, you leave a play or two on the field for both teams and your heart's a flutter. Um, My worry with the over, and I feel like I'm really selling the Bengals short, is... I think there's a chance they get blown out and they don't keep their share up, that they only get the 10 points or so. I think there's a chance of that. But, you know, they'll keep chucking it in, you know, fourth quarter and get some garbage time points probably. True, true. Yeah, they're not going to you know, just go into a shell and accept it. The, I, don't, I, my, I don't feel super strong about the over-under. My best prop bet of the entire game, mark it down, uh, bet your mortgage on it, First to be shown on the TV broadcast during the national anthem, head coaches Sean McVay or Sean Ta- or Zach Taylor, put it all on Sean McVay. You're not getting the greatest odds. It's sure. minus one fifty. You got to spend a hundred to win a hundred and fifty here. Or you got to spend a hundred. You got to spend a hundred to win fifty. Sean McVay is absolutely going to be first on the screen and not Zach Taylor. I mean, that's just, that's easy money. Burrow and Stafford is another one. That's a lot more difficult to me. To me. That could go either direction. I, I feel oh, like that m- might lean toward Burrow. Sean McVay, though, for sure. First shown between the two head coaches. Yeah. Um, considering the audience that watches the Super Bowl, I'm going to say 
40% of the audience could pick out Taylor in a mall. I would, I would, <laughs> that reminds me, I would <laughs> for sure, I, mean? I would for sure walk down the street, down the sidewalk, right past Zach Taylor and not even give a second glance. I would have no idea I walked past him. I saw a photo today of, remind me to tell you a story off the air about okay. that, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, Austin Eckler posted a, a photo that I saw randomly and it was the, the caption was, or I think it was the pro football focus account posted the photo and the caption was, are these the first two picks in the fantasy drafts in 2022? And it was first, it was Austin Eckler. And I was like, well, Austin Eckler is not going to be one of the first two picks. And the guy standing next to him was like, I don't even know who that is. It was Jonathan Taylor. Hmm. And I didn't even realize who it was when I first saw him. And I was like, you know what? I don't know. If, I don't know how many times since like the draft I've seen Jonathan Taylor with his helmet off. First of all, he looked like he was 35. I thought he was, I thought he was one of the yeah, coaches yeah. of the chargers or something. Um, and I watched jo- a lot of that hard knocks with the Colts. So oh, I, see, I didn't watch any of that. that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor feature, needs but... a better PR team. That's all because he's a total superstar. He's right, a, he's a super duper star. And I, it took yeah. me a minute to even realize who was in this photo. Gotcha. Yeah, no, Zach but I don't Wilson's think Taylor's the, the most recognizable fo- fellow around. And Zach Zach Taylor is definitely in that uh, in that category. Yes, hundred percent. So, Any other props to, to dig to finish this week off? Yeah, yeah, we got to look at those receiving props okay. here. We'll see if you like these numbers on receiving yards. Let's start with T. Higgins, sixty nine and a half over under for receiving yards in Super Bowl Fifty Six. I think I lean towards over. You know, if he sees a lot of Williams, I think he dominates that matchup. I mean, I, I'm not willing to go so far as put a long shot bet on Higgins as Super Bowl MVP because I think if the Bengals win. It'll go to Burrow no matter what, but I—that's the vein I'm thinking about in Higgins. You know that he could be the X factor that if he dominates his matchup, could really be a driving force for a Bengals win. And especially if you think maybe the game plan would lean toward Higgins heavy, because I mean, dude was what 1,100 yards receiving this year, 74 catches. So those right. are, that would be a normal game for T. Higgins if he. And it's it's five and a half on his receptions, point uh, five on touchdowns for him. So if you think it's a Higgins heavy game, you you basically just have to bet that uh, it's he's going to be over his averages anyway. Yeah, and for this side, I mean, even if I'm right about the Rams winning big. He could still backdoor cover for you. Let's look at the other side. Uh, the other sneaky pick here was Odell Beckham. It's actually even lower. 63.5 is the over-under for receiving yards. And again, the same t- total for receptions, 5.5 for Odell Beckham. Do you like those overs? I do. I'm worried about too many overs because I'm not certain there's going to be a ton of points. But I think the matchups for the receivers are pretty favorable with the exception of Chase. So... W- we talked about how both teams will at least try at the beginning of the game, which every team probably in every game ever in history has tried to run the ball, right, to start a game. Mm-hmm. We'll see how quickly you abandon it. Uh, do you lean toward the the, ru- the rushing props then? 64 and a half rushing yards for Cam Akers. That worries me a little. I think they'll have success on the ground, but Akers is only averaging like 2.8 yards per carry or something since he's returned. And he looks good, but Michelle's involved. Henderson might dress for this one. I think collectively they'll run the ball well. I just don't know that Akers will be the bell cow and, you know, get near 100. How about Sony Michelle? It's only 17 and a half yards over under, five and a half carries. He just has to pop one and you're golden. You win that one as long as he's, he gets some touches. But he could also have, you know, five carries for nine yards. Could be one of those. <laughs> yeah, true. I lean more towards the over on yardage than the over on carries. 
Cooper Cup, 106 and a half yards, eight and a half total wow. receptions. I'm, I think I'm going to go over on the receptions. He's going to get targeted 15 times at least. The word you used, inevitable, I think is... Yes. Yeah, I mean, he does that every week. Why is this any different? I, I don't see, you know, Deion Sanders on the other side of the ball. Especially if they play a lot of zone, try to keep things in front of them, they'll, they'll even right. give him those receptions. So even more so than yards, I like the receptions over and under. Maybe the best of all of these is Cooper yeah. Cup over eight and a half. He's good catches. after the catch, too. Yeah. He's catching. No, I, I like all the overs there. I, I don't know if I'd do the chase over if you have that one handy. I'm sure it's a decent number. But one thing I would be interested in, Chase, and you've alluded to this for weeks now, I wonder what Chase's rushing yards are. Because I do think this is when you give him three carries. You know I, what I mean? don't think they have that. I wish yeah, they did. Yeah. I have not seen it on. Uh, I don't see it in bet online. I haven't seen it in any other books either. I would love to have the Jamar Chase over on rushing yards because they wouldn't be able to put it high enough, most likely. So, which is why it's probably not available. Yeah, I mean, it's probably at like I'm just totally guessing fourteen or fifteen or something like that. Like, I think he gets three carries, maybe more. So, Jamar Chase is. Over under five and a half receptions, but there's no yardage for him. I'm seeing. Okay, okay. Again, these things come on and off the board through Super Bowl week. I'm right. sure, and I'm not a betting expert, but I don't think Ramsey's just going to totally shadow him. But somewhere there's got to be an under, and I'm going to go with Chase being the under. I think he's got a tough matchup. I think he's a phenomenal player. People think like, "Well, you hate Chase." Not even a little. But okay, here we go. Uh, I, I do. Fi- I do have a. a- a Jamar Chase prop for receiving yards that is at 78 and a half yards. Okay. I think I'd go under. I, I mean, again, you got to look for all these, but I wonder if you can get good odds on Higgins yards beating Chase's yards. You know, like, does that pay plus 150? You know, like some of those type of things that people can construct would interest me. Right. It might Par- not be as obvious. Parlay Higgins yards and Cooper Cup catches. Yeah, right, right, right. One that I'm a little bit interested in is Burrow rushing yards because he will, especially in the playoffs now, I mean, he'll stick his head down and get anything he can. And I just think he'll be under such duress that he'll scramble two or three times more than usual. I mean, it's probably at like nine. Here we go. Currently set at, looks like 10 and a half rushing yards for Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. I, lo- I love the over on that. Yeah, I mean, I just think people will be after him. He's going to have to tuck it and run. You know, it, if it's late in game and they're losing, he can, you know, pick up six yards, slide first down. Oh, right, yeah, late in the game, uh, they're they're playing deep, and he just kind of takes off and, and, and slides. That that could come on one play easily. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not afraid to put his body in harm's way, you know, I mean, especially in a game like this. I don't think the Rams linebackers are tremendous. So, yeah, that one interests me. There we go. Depending on the sports book, which props are available i think there are some good ones and some fun ones here uh final prop bet at betonline.net matt that i want to ask you about what's your favorite for the color of gatorade that gets dumped on the winning coach on the sideline is it as simple as picking the team you like and that that color of gatorade do they have blue gatorade and all the <laughs> i thought i was gonna be smart by saying that <laughs> i would say orange or blue the best odds are for purple is there a sneak really? is there a sneaky grape drinker like someone really love grape on one of those sidelines could it be purple you're getting plus 1400 um blue purple and orange are bad flavors for things in my opinion i don't like grape and orange jolly ranchers i don't like anything flavored grape or orange 
What did anyone ask? All right, last prop here. I promise. <laughs> okay. Last prop before we go. Super Bowl Fifty Six, and it is for Super Bowl MVP. Um, clearly, Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow are the the lowest odds, but you course, can still yeah. get some some fine odds there. It's plus one thirty. You know, you're still making one hundred thirty dollars when you bet one hundred dollars on Matthew Stafford for MVP. That's not bad. It's plus two twenty five though for Joe Burrow. So that's the bet for me. See, that one's interesting, to right? Me. Because I think if his team wins, I can't imagine Burrow not being MVP, where I could see Cup or Donald getting MVP if the Rams win. Or Donald. what if Jalen Ramsey has two picks? Or you know, like, Donald is a big one too, plus nine hundred. You can you know you can make. I know I already put money bet. on that one. I love it. Yep, absolutely. Jamar I think he might Chase. have four sacks. Jamar play. It's hard with the receivers. Jamar Chase is plus two thousand, but if Jamar Chase has a big game, so does Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow probably wins MVP, right? Unless it's just some phenomenal performance and everything's all Jamar Chase all day. Yeah, I mean. I can't picture another Bengal unless like Bates has two Bates. or three picks. Bates you know is my I dark mean? horse. Like, I love Bates. Fifty to one, depending on which book you're looking at. If Jesse Bates is on the board, you know, a little bit of money to make a lot would be Jesse Bates Super Bowl MVP. Could McPherson win it if they win this game? Like he is on eight, the board, eighteen to fourteen, when he has six field goals. Forty to one odds for Evan McPherson Super Bowl Possible. MVP possible not impossible at all that's not bad i like that i mean i just picked the rams and i do think they're going to win and i worry it's going to be a kind of a blowout but at plus 225 i think all you need is the Bengals to win to win that bet for burrow there you go super bowl 56 it's gonna be a lot of fun matt and i will break down everything that happened super bowl sunday on monday's episode thanks for making us your first listen all football season long uh it will officially be the off season and 2022 Look ahead starting Monday and especially Tuesday, uh, and you're going to want to stick here with us every day all off-season long. We've got free agency draft covered for you. Talk to you then right here. Peacock and Williamson.